Yo, man. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Bonus Rusty. What is up, everyone? It is mm. Monday. Monday, Monday, you guys are getting a close-up view of me today, I guess. So, yeah, thank you everyone for being here. Background is blank. I don't know how long it's going to take me to put stuff up here. Hopefully there's not really much of an echo. There might be an echo, but um, crossing my fingers that it sounds okay. So, new place, uh, straight out of uh, Intercourse, Pennsylvania here. Uh, it's the, now officially the Papa podcast for Pennsylvania public access podcast, the Papa podcast. So welcome everybody here. Thank you so much for being here. And yeah, can I, I just guess that. And yeah, so thank you. And today I'm back. So now that everything's kind of settled, I still need to set stuff up here, but I have at least my computer and my headset so I can Get back to podcasting. It's been a little bit. It's been, I don't know, like probably almost two weeks. It's been since the 26th and today's the 6th. So that's a long time for as many podcasts as I've done. And we're just about to get into the 10 year anniversary show. And the I'm going to start season, I don't know if I'm going to call it six or 10 or 11 or I don't know, whatever it is. I've done a lot this year, and so now it's time for a new year, time to get new guests. I'm bringing my special guests, excited special guests, and that's what I do here. So special guest right here, right now, we have Chanel Darrow. There she is. <laughs> How are you doing, Chanel? I'm good. Oh, good, good, good. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you coming on here onto the show and uh, like I said yeah earlier being flexible with getting to uh, work around uh, the chaos of moving which it's always so chaotic <laughs> yeah I I don't know I, I keep saying I'm going to be done with moving but it still hasn't happened I keep moving more and more and it just keeps going yeah I I'm going to be moving soon too so I feel that are you staying in the same area or are you? Yeah. Be... Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so just same area. We were talking. So you're, you're in uh, Salt Lake city. Salt I am. City. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I've seen, uh, there's uh, the book of Mormon. Uh, there's a the Broadway play. Yep. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, um, pretty good oh i saw it uh, <laughs> a couple times uh in the last year but it's pretty interesting like in the background yeah i, I think we were talking about this earlier but yeah there's uh 
you know, all kinds of stuff. One of the things on there was the crown burger. And uh Oh yeah. And I'm just like, oh yeah. The old crown Which burger. Which is funny because I've actually never been there. I went there once and that was all it took. I was like, well, yeah. one time is I'm I'm good on the crown burger and um but so yeah, I mean, yeah, Salt Lake City is it's one of the most beautiful places. I, I just uh I really think yeah, I think it's pretty nice there and uh, I like the high desert and stuff and um yeah I wish I would have got to explore some more on the outskirts go out more I guess east go out more that way but yeah uh, have you have you gotten to do any of that you gone out there at all or? um I mean I'm not a huge like winter outdoorsy person which I don't know why I live here if I'm not but um <laughs> I do love the beauty of Utah like every time I leave my house I'm like wow those mountains look like a Hallmark card like they're just right. stunning but right. yeah I've I mean I've gone and we've you know driven up into the mountains and watched the fall leaves change and you know <clears throat> done all of that stuff but I haven't done I don't do the whole camping thing I haven't really done a few hikes but that's about it but it is it's stunning it's beautiful here me neither. And that way you also know where <laughs> the, uh, you can tell directions because you can look in the mountains and yeah. you can be like, oh, okay, those mountains over there, that is, <laughs> that is to the east. So that means go yep. east. Uh, I've lived in some places, like when I lived in Minnesota, it's really hard to tell where anything is. There, there'd be a random water tower somewhere and that'd be kind of how you would <laughs> figure out where uh which way is what but yeah no utah makes that really easy even with just like the way that they do their streets and their grid system you don't even need the mountains really to like know where you're going because they yeah. make it so easy the grid system is great it looked so weird when i first drove into town it's um, weird when you haven't experienced it but yeah. it's now weird if i don't have it like if i go yeah. back home to texas i'm like I don't know where I'm at. I don't know where I'm going. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they set that up perfectly with you know zero zero mm -hmm. zero zero right there, and then just north, south, east, west, whichever way you go, it's getting further away from there. Numbers get yeah. bigger, and you can <clears throat> find your way around pretty much anything. And that was, I don't know why more cities haven't adopted that. Um, I mean, I maybe maybe they do, but. There's some that just seem like they have poor planning. And that seems like that was pretty optimal planning there for that one. So yeah, it's really smart. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I mean, and yeah, and then you're talking earlier about with all the looks like a Hallmark card, and they make all those Hallmark movies there. It makes so many <laughs> of those Hallmark movies. Uh it's crazy. Like uh there's tons like especially those Christmas ones, those mm -hmm. Christmas Hallmark ones, they're filming year round. Uh, they got, they got that on lockdown pretty, yeah, pretty well. It's a good spot for it. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, so yeah, you, you get to go and experience the whole U Utah, Utah life. Um, I mean, there's, like, I'm not much of an outdoors person either, but I mean, there's still, there's plenty to, 
plenty to do, plenty to see. And so, um, so I guess, and then I guess the other thing was, so with, uh, with the podcasts and stuff. And so like, what, what kind of, I'm trying not to go into too many questions you might've got elsewhere, but what was it kind of, that got you into like, Hey, I need to get, get out onto a podcast and, uh, was it need to get your story out? Uh, wanted to, uh, what was, uh, kind of the motivation for, for that? Um, that's a good question. So I think part of it was that I want to actually do my own podcast one day. Um, still trying to figure out kind of what direction I want to go with that. But I figured what better way to figure out how to do my own than to be a guest on others. Um, and with that, that seemed like a pretty easy accomplishment of being a guest on others because I do happen to have just a pretty random, you know, kind of chaotic life story. And so it's a kind of a, it's a good one to talk about it. Um, it intrigues people. It's a lot about, you know, mental health, um, a lot about like betrayal trauma, just a lot of really hard things, um, narcissism, cutting contact, like all the big things you hear about, but they are actually all kind of, you know, intertwined into my life. And so I knew becoming a guest on podcasts would be fairly easy because those are big topics that a lot of people usually talk about. Um, but then also just me kind of learning the whole podcast culture and figuring out kind of what I like, what I don't like, what I want to do, um, and just kind of meeting new people. So what is it? Um, <laughs> So, I mean, if you want to get a podcast going, uh, for all you need is, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't cost a dime. You go and you get Spotify for podcasters. Um, you can record it on your phone. If you want to do a video, you get zoom and with two people, you can record it. And I, I mean, I think it's unlimited. Um, it might not be cloud recording, but I mean, you can get the side-by-side recording or if you want to do you know, StreamYard is still pretty inexpensive as well. And I mean, you don't need to pay a, a dime to get it. You, your camera looks great. Your audio looks great or sounds great. So now it's just, you know, I mean, you're set. You don't really need anything else. It's pretty cool. Like it was such a a daunting task for so long to get podcasts going like this podcast I started 10 years ago and the like hosting you have to pay for hosting for however many podcasts you have like each mm. all that memory you have to pay for all that space <laughs> and so I would just upload mine onto YouTube because I was I'm not like I'm not making any money. Why do I want to go and, you know, pay money just to say I have a podcast on a podcast station or whatever, whatever you want to call it. But now I mean, Spotify for podcasters, I feel like I'm giving them their commercial that they've been you know, asking <laughs> for and that I, I given them anyway, um, that's it's unlimited storage unlimited uploads like um yeah i mean this thing has almost 500 episodes and that's awesome yeah i mean and so and then it's like so i was on 
uh, Spreaker, which when I I was doing another show on there, and then when I wanted to switch this over, um, I was gonna have to pay a boatload of money because yeah, I, I had it for a minute, and then they were gonna pay for the storage. I was gonna pay for the storage space for what I think I was around like three hundred episodes or somewhere around there, probably then, and. And the price was just outrageous and it was just going to keep going up. And so I didn't want to pay that. And I figure free is a very good price. Yeah, so, no kidding. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I just do that and I use Zoom then. Um, but it depends. I, I'm kind of back and forth with Zoom or StreamYard. StreamYard's really great because if someone has a, a shitty connection or shitty audio uh it's you know it's it's work you can work around it and just being able to work around that is really important because sometimes i have guests that just i think maybe they live in a cave or something great guests all my guests i really enjoy but some of them they just have this really really shitty like internet connection or something i assume and it's just sort of goes in and out but it will record whoever's is sounding better and whoever's is looking better it'll record two separate files rather than just recording one file and then um you know uh using that as the file so i feel that's a little better uh and so i probably would go with streamyard if I didn't use Zoom for my other job um, just because I don't I, I don't think that the HIPAA will uh, allow StreamYard for, uh, you know, to stream my, uh, yeah. my calls with my clients. Um, so I figure Zoom is probably a bit of a safer option with that one. So, but um, yeah, I mean, then you can, yeah, you can. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, and then with Spotify too, you can go and upload it as a video podcast if you want. But for some reason, they don't monetize the video part of it, which is odd. Um, but you can still you have the option to do it, which is kind of cool. Um, but you can just upload it to YouTube as well. So, oh, cool. Yeah, but uh, enough about podcasts uh, <laughs> of that, of of it. So No, that was good information. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah, been trying to find a good way to do this and find uh, something that works. And, and everything is different for everyone. I mean, everyone works a certain way. Everyone is going to want to do the thing that's in a way, want a certain look, certain, you know, certain guests, certain... Maybe you don't want guests. I don't know. And uh, you can do whatever you want because it's your show. So I guess that's what the best part is. No one can tell you, no, you can't do that. So, <laughs> Right. You can just do it however you want. Yeah. And so were you thinking about uh, then having your show kind of uh, work around that? What, we, what you were talking about earlier? Is that what you were thinking for? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if um, 
<clears throat> I kind of want to go more of the, the guest route where, you know, I have guests come on every single time, or if I want it to be more um, kind of like a long, more like a long-term storytelling. Um, I've listened to some podcasts where it's like the same person, you know, through multiple different episodes because they have such a big story that it takes that time. So I don't know if I really want to go that route. That's my problem is I'm like, do I go the mental health route? Do I go the single mom route? Do I go the betrayal route? Do I go like all of these different kind of routes? Cause I don't want it to be overwhelming, but I definitely feel like I have a good story to share and that I can get it out there. It's more of just how do I want to go about that? So that's kind of what I'm still trying to figure out. Well, I mean, what, so what was it that got you to want to tell the story? Was there a certain um, instance? If you don't want to get like no, too you into can, that, I but can. I mean, like, yeah, and was no, there a certain it's... instance for like, fuck this, I want to get my story out now? Yeah, right. Um, I would say that it probably has been something I've wanted to do for a long time, not necessarily knowing that I wanted to do it or do podcasts because um, it kind of all started when I was, I guess, like an old, like a young adult, you know, old teenager, kind of like 16, 17, early 20s. Um, because I used to, I mean, when I was a kid, there was really, the internet wasn't really prevalent. Um, so it took a little bit longer for me to have that type of access to be able just to search on the web for any type of, you know, stories. But I used to Google um, and search for stories like mine and I could never find them. Um, and I just, I could never find them. And so I felt very alone in the sense of, you know, some people just like to have that kind of, find those stories that relate to them and they can kind of learn off of it, not feel like they're totally alone, helps them kind of move through it, you know, see what someone else did and what they did and see if it works for you. There's that kind of thing just to see and hear people's experiences. Um, and so I knew I always wanted to somehow share my story to hopefully be able to help, you know, some other little girl or little boy kind of struggling through the same thing or, another single mom or, you know, anything like that. And so I knew that was kind of the whole purpose of why I wanted to do it. Um, but I actually, what really started this whole process of being a guest on other podcasts was I watched, uh, or I listened to the podcast Betrayal. Um, they've actually okay. made a Netflix documentary or a Hulu documentary, I think, um, about it, um, because oh. it ended up being so big. Um, and I related to it so much that I was like, shit, I need to get on here. Like <laughs> I need to start, you know, I need to start doing this. Um, and so that's kind of what started it was I just, you know, I made up my little one sheet. I kind of thought, okay, what do I feel comfortable sharing about? What will I maybe share about later on? Um, and it's just been a really good learning experience because, I feel like when people share and talk about what they've been through, it's almost kind of their own little therapy and their own little healing session too. Like you can go to therapy and talk to a therapist and it's great. And I love therapy, but it's also really awesome just individually to just talk about your past and talk about your stories and get it out. 
Right. That, that's what stand-up comedy is too. Right. Exactly. It's exactly <laughs> what stand-up comedy is. Just a whole different like way of going about it. But people do it all the time and it's, it's really healing and it can help so many other people, whether it's, you know, helping them laugh or helping them not feel alone or helping them with, you know, uh, things that you did to get through it. And then they can kind of take that and help themselves get through it or just, there's so many different avenues. Right. And so then like, what kind of podcasts are you doing? Are you doing like a lot of storytelling kind of podcasts? Are you doing uh, like interview podcasts or uh, what kind of? Um, the ones I've been on so far, uh, one has been very much kind of that interview style where they'll ask me questions and then I respond. Um, and it was more on the kind of like medical side. Uh, it was a doctor who I was, you know, interviewing for, um, a mental health doctor. And so that was really good. I've also been on some where it kind of just felt like two best friends talking back and forth, just having a simple conversation. Um, and then, you know, I've been on another one where it was very, um, almost like me and the guest were just swapping stories where it was like, oh, I relate to that because this is what happened to me. And oh yeah, that sounds familiar because this is what happened to me. And so just kind of going through and she shares her story through her guests. And so it's kind of a back okay. and forth of, you know, so I've been on quite a few different styles. Um, I'd have to say that my favorite so far is probably when it gets like really detailed into my story, I do prefer the questions because sometimes I think being so new to this, I kind of ramble and forget like where I'm at in my story. And I don't feel like it's super clean and, you know, a good story. I don't think I'm a good storyteller just naturally. So I have to like practice at it, but it's all been really great, really good learning experiences. And I've enjoyed all of them. Kind of need to get reeled back in every once in a while. So I want to just sort of, hey, yeah, get back over here. You know about, okay, there's this next exactly. part that you got <laughs> to hit. Um, yep. Also, uh, to go back to podcasts, uh, if you uh, you can also take, if you have it on YouTube, there is a, uh, a thing. That, so now with AI and what have you, it will go and automatically clip out your um, your episode. So like if you, do you have any of them that you've done where you've had them on YouTube or they've like um, uploaded them to yes. YouTube? There's two of them that I've done that where they've uploaded it onto YouTube. So one thing you can do is you go to uh, this website called opus.pro, O-P-U-S dot P-R-O. Mm -hmm. And you just go and you paste the YouTube link in there. And within an hour, I'm going to say an hour is a long time. It's not usually an hour, but it could take up to an hour. Um, it will find you the most engaging and relative points and like make your videos like into, you know, like, 60 second clips or so somewhere mm -hmm. around there uh, with the captions and stuff on them and everything and wow. have it. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. And so you, know, you just go and you give it your email address. So um, it's a good, good thing to have if it's something you want to go and 
you know, have uh, certain clips because, yeah, I've had a lot of people say, oh, you know, I have like podcasts, all these podcasts, but then it's like, oh, you should also go and, you know, clip these out and find Mm -hmm. these little nuggets of information and upload them onto YouTube. And I just, nope, nope, I have no (laughs) desire to do that. And then this thing came around. That would take so long. Uh huh. But some people love doing it. Some people love video yeah. editing, and all the power to them. And I, I hope that they want to be my friend one day. <laughs> <laughs> and but now I, I guess I can have AI do it, and it's that's that's a nice help too. Just having that one, just having small um, clips, especially of stuff that you know maybe you don't. Because that was another hard thing, too, is trying to figure out what is something that could be, uh, you know, important or controversial or poignant or, you know, some or funny or, you know, like, yeah, I, I could probably figure that out with somebody else, but trying to, like, Do analyze what, what I've done, like, like, uh, is it really that good? But then AI just does yeah. it and uh I'm, I'm cool with that that's really uh, cool so opus.pro uh, opus.pro yeah and if i think you get like uh, i don't know like maybe two or three hours a month but then you can just use a different uh email address to be run out of, oh there you go of space and you can make unlimited email addresses so um yeah so then that's cool. Uh, uh, yeah. And so, I mean, so are you using AI for any sort of stuff? Is that something that's going on with you? Or are you kind of like no. backing off away from all of it? I haven't done anything with AI. I I just feel like I'm so busy that I, uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out just how to survive every day. <laughs> <laughs> No, I do. I have started to try and um, kind of on my to-do list for my own work, uh, just for social media purposes. Evidently, there's quite a bit of AI out there that can help produce like social media content and like graphics and all of that. So we as like a company have started to look into that to kind of save just time for everybody else so that we're not, you know, spending hours creating social media content when an AI can do it instead. Right. So yeah, I've started. I've take. I've baby stepped into it. And I mean, that's one of those things that was the top thing that I wanted AI to help with. Um, the two things were were editing video, and then the also other one was social media because I I don't have any desire to do any social media and it's Mm -hmm. something that's kind of important to have and uh, to do but I don't know I've social media just isn't something that is something that I want to spend my time doing and I'm happy to you know if uh yeah I, I will put aside money budgeting for that but now, yeah, I mean, I can get AI to do it, maybe spend a little bit at the beginning and do that. But uh, so my stuff might not be all genuine, but 
<laughs> oh well Who, who's at least who's, it's out there it's out there and um yeah and then that way i can focus on what i'm doing you can focus on what you're doing and your message will still get out yeah and for sure. i mean that's what matters and so are you what's what's kind of your interaction like with social media are you are you, like personal and then um business wise are they both are you like getting out there to like and like replying to everything or are you uh sort of picking and choosing what to reply to or what what to post or is it uh are you are you out uh you know at at the uh at the restaurant taking pictures of your food or are you uh, <laughs> um, i would say I, i'm i used to be very involved in social media um about i guess about five anywhere between like eight to five years ago because it really involved my job so I was on social media all the time due to my job um it was just all sales and so I had to really I mean just marketing in general you have to do so much of it um so I got really good at it and then I kind of switched you know jobs uh after about six years of doing that and um, kind of, I didn't really fall off the bandwagon. It's not like I stopped doing social media. I've always done it. I like having it be kind of, you know, my, I guess somewhat live, you know, journal kind of sometimes, um, Up you know, I love journal of a live journal. Yeah. Like I love staying connected to people that I haven't seen in a long time. I love being able to stay connected to family that doesn't live here. Like, people that I really don't get to see on a daily basis. Like I really enjoy that aspect of social media and kind of seeing, you know, I mean, if social media wasn't there, I wouldn't see anything about their lives. I wouldn't see anything about their kids. I wouldn't see anything about that. And so I really like that aspect of social media is just watching people really grow and evolve and, you know, kind of watching them go through their lives when normally you wouldn't be able to do that. Um, so now that's definitely more what I do is I just kind of share personal little tidbits on my social media. And then with my job, it's through a whole different, you know, page and all of that. But then that's more of just kind of connecting with clients and connecting with, uh, you know, customers and all of that and people that have come in and, you know, kind of just showing them that we are real people and that we do love it when they come in and we want to stay connected to them. Uh, and show, you know, like our deals and whatever we're doing that month and that kind of thing. So social media is super important because everyone is on it. But it's when you're doing it for an actual purpose, when you're doing it for like a job or something like that, it's definitely a little bit more overwhelming because there's this whole strategy to it. Like you really have to be consistent and you have to post every day and you have to share and you have to talk and you have to do all of these things on social media very regularly and very consistently so it's like a whole other job in itself to be honest right and i mean so then what what happened with you during uh during the shutdown like how much of you went to social media uh or did i mean 
was that something that kind of ramped up? Because I felt like people were either there or they won't, or or they weren't. And like, that was, that was the accountability of society was being on social media during that time. Mm -hmm. And if you weren't, you didn't exist. And, (laughs) and, and, and kind of a, a, a weird way, like one of the things it's, it's sad, but like with social media, like, like you were saying, like, finding out people died on social media is something that's become much more of a a thing and it's a weird way to find out yeah um i don't know if you've experienced that at all at all but you know just all of a sudden you start seeing maybe you know one of your, your friends or something post r.i.p steve and like what, what mm-hmm. the fuck what's up with fucking steve like and then you got to go down this whole rabbit hole and like, well, why didn't nobody, why didn't nobody tell me? Like, why am I finding out here online? Like this happened 11 minutes ago. Like Steve just died. Like, is that something you come across at all or? Um, I would say that it's definitely been, I think that it can be a positive and a negative all at once. Um, But I think that a lot of social media, too, has allowed people to be more lazy and almost kind of, even though they're connected, they're almost more disconnected, too. Like, instead of, you know, calling up your friends and saying, you know, this and this happened to our friend and da, da, da. It's, well, if I just post it once on social media, then everybody sees it. But then it kind of becomes this less personal thing. It just becomes like a huge deal or like a like a mass thing where it's like, Oh yeah, now everybody knows about it. I don't have to talk about it. I don't have to do any of this. Everybody can know at once. And sometimes I think that's beneficial. And then sometimes I think, Oh, that probably could have been a phone call or it could have been a text message or it could have been, you know, something like that. Um, So, and I think that's how it is with everything. There's going to be pros and cons to really anything you do. Um, And I think the pros, there's a lot of them, but there has been a lot of negative people don't leave their house anymore people like you know what I mean people just kind of stay shut in because they can just they have everybody at the access of their fingertips instead of just going to your friend's house (laughs) which then sometimes too it's also really nice to have social media if you are really busy and you can't go to your friend's house and (laughs) then you can have them you know what I mean like it goes both ways (laughs) but I think there's just a there should be a good balance but people don't know how to do that and there will never be you know a good balance it'll just be kind of either you're over here or you're over here right and especially when you you live somewhere where you don't know anybody and Mm -hmm. um and then i mean too with working with clients or whoever you know it's great like i wouldn't be able to have you come over and you know hang out in my room but you know, here it is, like, I can, I can get you and you're uh, probably, you know, let me, I don't know, a couple thousand miles, maybe not that much, but <laughs> a, a long way away, a pretty long yeah. way away. And it's like right, right here. Or, you know, um, you got people that the one that seems to be the hardest to go in time with has been people in 
uh, Australia and New Zealand has been mm. kind of difficult to get with them because I like doing everything usually early in the morning, but sometimes I can kind of catch them around this time of the day too, though, which is, is all right. But, um, but just being able to connect with people that I would, I mean, I'm not gonna like literally to get someone from Australia to come over here, it would literally take a day yeah. for them to get here. Like literally 24 hours to, to get over right. here and then, you know, do a one hour interview with me and then 24 hours back, um, you know, they're losing three days for what can just be done and probably an hour and 10 minutes total. Exactly. Um, I mean, I think that's pretty important. Not saying I would, I would like to have some of those people, you know, come over and do something from the studio, but I don't know. It's nice being able to just kind of do this. And I don't, I don't need to really set anything up. I don't need to set up more than, than this. And I think that's uh that's a big help. I will get this studio put together, but uh, as far as you, know, it's just this is this is my existence here. Is this little little box here? I know. Of, <laughs> this is who I am. I'm this little guy in a box <laughs> in wherever, and um, and so then I mean, well, with so with kind of what you've been working for is social media, um. Were you finding like groups and stuff um, that had to do with kind of what you've gone through or are you just more able to listen to stories or are you interacting yeah. in any of those places or what, um, what's going on? Yeah, I'm in a few groups. Um, I definitely have really enjoyed listening to other people's podcasts over the last like year. Um, that's been really nice. Um, and just, you know, listening to what they have to say and, you know, it, the podcast thing, I think started about, oh, it's about 18 months ago, I kind of found a podcast that I really related to. And it was really awesome listening to it, like on my way to work every morning. Um, and it also kind of sparked the whole idea of yeah, maybe I do really want to do a podcast one day and just slowly kind of getting closer and closer to that step of trying to figuring out what I want to do the one that I that I listened to that I found that I really enjoyed it was actually just two sisters talking oh, okay. back and forth about their growing up and that was really it and they had you know they had categories and like you know kind of subject matters that they wanted to talk about every single week and it was really cool and I really enjoyed it because it was it was almost like hearing hearing two other women talk about things that I'd already been through and so it was something that oh. I could really relate to and so I also really liked that kind of aspect of podcasting where I was like oh Maybe I could just find, you know, one of my closest friends and we could do it together. Like, I don't know. It's still just, I have so many different ideas where I'm like, I just don't quite know how to nail, nail it down to what type of style I want yet. But, um, the podcasts have been really fun. And then, yeah, I've been, I've joined a few groups on Facebook and stuff like that. Um, and so that's been really cool. And then just meeting new people, doing the whole guesting on podcasts. I've been able to join any groups that they're in or that they've started or, you know, any books they've written or anything like that. And then listen to their other podcast episodes. So it's been really cool. Have you reached out to those two sisters uh, about 
their podcast about being on or I actually having them on your new one. I I actually reached out to them. So they're in New Zealand. So they're in New Zealand and um and they were great, but they stopped doing their podcast. I want to say a little over a year ago. Um, and I did email them once. I never got anything back. Um, but I think they had already kind of finished off their podcasting and they weren't doing it anymore. Um, but it was great. I would have loved to talk to them and like, you know, kind of have a collab, but, uh, maybe one day, maybe I'll find some other people where it'll be a really good collaboration. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a really good one. I really enjoyed it. Maybe hit them up separately, give them separate emails now that they're not working right? together and be like, oh, hey, well, hey, maybe I'll get, you get two episodes right? out of out of that. And um, I, I yeah. mean, it's, that's another thing that's interesting with podcasts. And now you can just reach out to people and people, some people respond, some people respond and, and say, sure. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll do your podcast and like, well, okay, <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, but just like you can just ask people, you can whoever, yeah. like, if you don't have to, it's like with you know, Facebook or Instagram, like you can message them, Twitter or X, you have to, I think you have to, they have to follow you. But I think with like Instagram, they don't need to follow you, you can just go and reach out to them. I had one yeah. person that I uh, talked about for years on, on this show about getting on and uh, reached out to him. And he was like, he responded back to me and he's like, I do. Well, I don't really do any public stuff anymore, but I was like fucking shocked that you know, <laughs> reached out, like able to get back, um, you know, just, kind of be able to reach people like whoever which is a cool thing and kind of I mean when when we were kids like to go to try to even fathom doing that or you know, to I ask know for an autograph or you know like whatever um as a kid like that, that would be you'd write to uh you know uh, bozo the clown care of wgn uh in chicago or something and, yeah uh, you get maybe a letter back two years later i, I didn't actually <laughs> do that that was just the first thing i i thought of yeah but, no for uh, sure but it's true yeah and now it's just i mean you can get a response back in you know a matter of minutes and it's crazy so i mean yeah so i mean the world is is yours so you can do what <laughs> whatever 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 you want and stuff is free you have you have all the tools you need already to do whatever you're doing you're closer now than you were 45 minutes ago what uh yeah i mean now 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 just go go out and do it um i know i need I, to i need to yeah. I'm kicking you I'm right too now. Much of a... <laughs> I'm kicking you and tell, telling you to, to go do it. You got to do it now. Now that go do it. You, you put it out there in the world. So now, now yep. you kind of have to have to yeah, go do it. It will happen eventually. It's definitely, I'm def, I sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing, but I am a planner. Like I yep. like to plan things out. 
but I also know that sometimes you just need to like not plan anything and just go and do it um so it'll be fun like yeah I'll eventually get there um and it will one day I'll just be like yep I'm done I'm ready like I'm just gonna start it and just do it'll evolve into whatever it's going to evolve into are are you looking at the writing the book part two is that part of it as well I would love to that one I think will definitely take a little bit longer just in the sense of I really want to kind of learn about book writing. Like I've never done that before. I've never, you know, I feel like there's a really kind of intentional process with that. And so I really want to learn more about that and just kind of like how to start, what's your layout? Like how does one just write their own book without, you know, going to all the professional people and then, you know, kind of saying, okay, I have this laid out. I have this written out. Now what? Um, So I really, I do eventually really want to do that. Um, But sometimes I think too, that like time on your side, isn't necessarily a bad thing when writing a book, like the more life experience you have, the better you can, you know, really write and talk about your life and all of those things. And so I kind of feel like I still have some life to live before I should really put it into words on paper. I mean, yeah, maybe that could be the second book. I know, right? There could be parts. <laughs> there could be parts. There, there could always yeah. be more. And um, yeah, yeah. There's uh, and I mean now you can self-publish. You can. Uh, I know you can. I have a friend that did it. She literally has written like four books all through Amazon. Just did her own yeah. thing, and she just hired a artist, like a illustrator, and they illustrated the book, but she did everything else. She, you know, she wrote it. She had someone go through and edit it. And then she published it all on her own through Amazon. And I was like, that's amazing. So you can just, you don't need to go and uh, have Mm -hmm. a a garage full of your book and hopefully try to sell them. It's print on demand. Do it all digitally (laughs) and yeah, print on demand. And it's, it's really an awesome, I need to sit down with my friend and like, really go through how she did it and like what she learned what she was like I wouldn't do that again but I would do this again that kind of thing um because yeah she's yeah. on her fourth book and she's just always wanted to do it and I'm so proud of her that's awesome and so what 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 does tomorrow hold for Chanel oh man you know right tomorrow now, first thing what what is it right um I think just still you know, being a mom, and that's kind of my number one thing is just always being a mom and making sure that my kids are okay. And they're, you know, getting all the help they need, they're turning into healthy little humans. Um, And kind of just getting them lined up and kind of more in a, in a, uh, I guess a what's the word I'm looking for kind of like a safe safety net where like, I don't really feel like I have to watch over them all the time. And then I'll eventually know, I'll know when I wake up one day and I'll be like, okay, I can kind of focus maybe a little bit more on me today and not have to focus on them. Um, But honestly, I know that's my purpose right now and and I love doing it. And so I wake up every morning and I'm like, well, mom Chanel needs to do what she needs to do. (laughs) That's, that's more than a job. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's everything. And so, yeah, Chanel, thank you so much for, coming on and being a, a guest today and appreciated our conversation getting to talk yeah, with you thank and you. Uh, 
Yeah, you're welcome. Not knowing where we're going to go or what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and now we got to talk about what we're going to talk about. And yeah, hopefully uh, everything keeps on rolling and you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I and appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. All right. You too. All right. All right bye, Chanel. All right. So that's Chanel Bodero. You guys also, you guys want to call in, leave a message, do that stuff. Do it. Check it out. Let's see if I can do this. Uh, leave a message or don't leave a message. Maybe you don't, don't like leaving messages and you're like, But I need messages, so 503-974-6420. You can do it. You can do it. It's so easy. It's so easy. And you guys, thank you so much for being here and listening to the show. And that is the show. Man. Boom. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker.